diagnosed with low testosterone. My levels were that of a 75-year-old man. I got prescribed testosterone replacement therapy. I was diagnosed with um, stage 2 Hodgkin's lymphoma. I had my first chemotherapy. Um, I went through 12 total treatments. One thing I never did during that whole entire four-month period was stop lifting. I couldn't just give up. Like, that's just not an option. I've learned how to become the strongest most confident version of myself. I started my own personal training online business. My company is called Ryburn Training Systems. My own um, training business called Full Body Fit by Paige. Lose fat, build muscle, and just kind of improve their overall physique. Helping people build full body strength and confidence. Episode one of James and my uh, podcast. <laughs> I was going to say, Jerry called a podcast, but I, I think we do. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a podcast. We're just, you know, working out the kinks, but yeah, thanks that, for, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for joining us. Um, if you're listening, um, this is our first episode. We're calling it lifting through life lessons, overcoming adversity and starting our own training businesses. So yeah, James, so you want to talk a little bit about, I mean, it's pretty straightforward, I guess what the title says, but well, yeah, for sure. And yeah, this is just, uh, we're just trying this page and I um, and we'll talk about this too, but we were coworkers and we just thought, Hey, we're both kind of down the similar path and we'll just try this out and just have a good conversation and maybe some, somebody can get some out of it. So, exactly. um, yeah. Yes. And we haven't really figured out a name for our podcast yet, but True. that will come. That will That's come. something I just thought of. I'm like, hi guys. <laughs> this well. is something we'll figure it out later. Yeah, um, exactly. So that's, if that's, uh, cue to keep listening if that's something you're uh, excited about then keep listening and yeah, we'll exactly. give you one next time <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> um, so yeah yeah do you just want to go into kind of who who we are just general information about us and what this podcast is going to be about and everything yeah for sure um take it away perfect so um i'll start with me i am james ryburn um freshly graduated last year from the university of minnesota with a um bachelor's degree in kinesiology um and after that just with covid and everything i started my own personal training online business um and from there um so i guess i'll kind of maybe get into what what my business is um so my company is called ryburn training systems um i tailor to people anybody who has a hard work ethic who wants to lose fat build muscle and just kind of improve their overall physique while still considering um health and strength and all the things that come about it but the core focus is to help those who want to improve their physique whether that means losing fat building muscle even just maintaining their weight and and improving from there um improving their relationship with food all that kind of stuff that entails with it so that's the general um kind of clientele in my business and um from there i'll just page you want to explain yours kind of give the, give the elevator speech of yours yeah exactly um that was awesome um so yes i am paige newman um i am a fresh 22 <laughs> yep <laughs> um, i also just graduated from the university of minnesota with a bachelor's degree in kinesiology um i minored in health and wellness promotion don't know if that really means much, but I thought it was um, fitting based on kind of what I want to go into as a trainer. Right. Um, um, yeah, so I guess after the COVID pandemic hit, um, I was a trainer at the rec center where James and I met um, for a short couple months, and I didn't really get kind of the takeoff that I wanted just because of COVID. Um, so kind of had to take it into my own hands as well. So I started my own um, training business. 
um, called Full Body Fit by Paige. Um, I started with a website and then I already had, you know, some social media accounts from when I was doing a Fitstagram about a year ago. So I guess I, guess I kind of transformed that into business, um, Facebook and Instagram. And um, yeah, so my whole kind of philosophy um, behind my business is um, helping people build full body strength and confidence. So, I mean, I am basically just about helping, I guess what I just said, just helping people become the strongest versions of themselves through resistance training. That can be anywhere from, you know, if you're a beginner and you're new to the, um, new to weights, intimidated by them, and you're into body weight, you know, resistance training. Um, that's something I specialize in as well as lifting, you know, something that I do myself. So basically it's just kind of a wide range of wherever you're at, I'm here to help you, um, build your confidence, build your strength and just like fall in love with the process of working out. So, awesome. Yeah. And yeah. that's one that I'm glad you touched on. Cause I, I think I missed it. We're, we're both, what brought us together as friends too, is just the resistance training part of it. So making positive changes, whether it's strength or through your physique, um, via resistance training primarily. Um, yes. so yes. yeah, that's, that's a big, that's definitely what we stand for. Um, for sure. I'm definitely yeah. not a cardio queen. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I used to be, I mean, cardio is great, but it's definitely, I think you would agree in that it's not our specialty area. I think it's yeah. a good tool, but I'm a hardcore exactly. a big believer in resistance training, getting you like the body that you've always wanted. Yes. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Um, Perfect. Yeah. Well, <laughs> should we should we go forward into kind of the the meat of it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. So okay. our idea was to kind of start general and then really take you through um, our lives, kind of give you some backstories. I think we both have some interesting backstories that that could uh, reach out to different people. So um, sure. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, <laughs> do you um do you want to I guess go into your kind of personal story, James? Yeah, and sure. I can, <laughs> first, I can kick off. Um, so I guess we'll just kind of start with how I got into fitness. Um, it was it was a pretty typical story, actually. I was back in, jeez, um, was this eight years ago or whatever it was, in um, 10th grade in high school, and I just wanted to look better. I mean, and, and it was probably for, like, girls at the time. You know, who knows? <laughs> I just didn't like wearing a swimsuit in the summer. Um, so I just wanted to look better. That was just my only thing I cared about was focus on. Um, so that's kind of what kicked it off. And then after that, I found out that I just, I just really enjoy it. It was just something I really enjoyed doing after school. It was kind of my, my stress getaway. Um, and I started to look a little better, you know, a little just from the consistency of doing it. Um, so that's kind of what got me into it. Just wanting to look better and finding out that it can make you look better. That's kind um, of a snowball effect. I feel like, yeah, like once oh, you start sure. getting results, you're like, Oh, this is pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> I want to sure. do it more. And then, <laughs> On top of that, so back then, I just think I was probably doing everything wrong you, you could do, what, what every newbie does, you know. Exactly. Um, so with that, I kind of started to go down a, a road that I definitely would not um, condemn now. Um, I went, you know, the, the hardcore keto route. Um, uh, yes. <laughs> definitely kind of, I, I almost I almost went a little bit away from resistance training. Not, not away, but had equal amounts of cardio and resistance training. Um, this was kind of more towards the end of high school and beginning of uh, freshman year of college. Um, so then with just some negative experiences there, we kind of, we kind of set back. I, I educate myself a lot more. Um, and this is the very, very short version of all that kind of stuff. And we can probably sure. dive, dive into that later. Um, but you know, Good and, question. and 
what, what, um, so like, where did you start to educate yourself or like, we didn't really go into like our specific training certifications. Yeah, for sure. So, um, the big part of it was actually through two classes, my freshman year of college, um, psychology one, and not really, it wasn't a fitness psychology, it was just psych 101 and then abnormal after that. Um, and then kinesiology was my kind of first major back in, um, um, freshman year of college. So those two things, I kind of just started as I learned more, it was like, okay, some stuff I'm doing doesn't seem very right compared to what I'm learning in school and what you learn in school. Usually not always, but usually is, is pretty on the, on the right track. So then I'm kind of like, kind of questioning what I'm doing myself, which I just, you know, at that point back, like I said, eight years ago, just read on any article I could online. Um, (laughs) so I'm kind of like, okay, you know what, maybe I should listen to, to a little more credible sources. Um, yeah, I remember looking through my psychology book and being like, there's some really cool stuff in here that I never learned before and like has a lot of research to back it up and references a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of how, how we got into that. Um, and, and then after that, just been a lot of, um, you know, you find incredible sources. Re- I read a lot of research, a lot of books by, by credible people. Yep. Um, so that's kind of the, the short, short version of that one. Um, yes. So yeah, there's my like how I got into fitness kind of elevator speech and, and then and then from there on i just you know developed a love for growing muscle specifically um and how resistance training can can do that for you and then kind of the all, all the nuances and schematics of programming you know the best thing to do this for how to grow this the best how to manage fatigue like this um all i just kind of fell in love with the process so that's where i'm at now in, sure. a very, in a very short version which i'm sure we'll get into later but do you want to yes. give your kind of short how how this all started for you Sure. Yeah. Um, so I've always been a workout fanatic, um, starting from when I was really young, I always worked out with my dad in our gym in the basement. And I guess I can credit him to, you know, giving me that kind of passion. Um, so yeah. that was, cause that was just something we always did together. Um, again, though, I didn't really know what I was doing in high school. I was more just into sports and like lifting was, um, kind of a, I guess something we had to do. And so I didn't really no, again, put sure. too much, put too much thought into what I was doing. I just did it because I knew it would make me stronger, make me better. <laughs> um, so then once sports were over and I got into college, I realized, okay, I have to take this, you know, into my own hands. I don't really have any guidance, anyone telling me what to do. So um, I guess kind of sophomore year is when I started actually getting away from like, resistance training machines or like you know the assisted machines and going into you know using the barbell again so squatting um deadlifting you know bench pressing all that kind of thing um and so yeah I guess the the switch kind of flipped um, when I studied abroad in Australia my junior year of college and I decided to start my fitstagram at the tiny little uh apartment gym that we had yeah not not the best setup but again i do not regret starting it there because like it really um allowed me to just like okay if i'm putting content out for my followers and for my friends whatever to see i gotta know what i'm doing you know i gotta like practice what i preach and i have to make sure that the information i'm giving people is accurate and legitimate You and it's really cool because it, it kind of started you like creative off the bat, you know, so which definitely carried over now. Yeah, really cool. for sure. Absolutely. Like, I'm so happy I had that kind of learning experience to get me to where I am now. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I started it there again, didn't have um, 
a huge amount of gym equipment. I basically just had free weights and a cable machine. So I worked with what I got. Um, but then when I was in Australia, I came across, um, just some, I guess, um, I guess idols now, like, for example, yeah. we'll get into Brett Contreras later. Oh, yeah, he's <laughs> like, he's like a, what's the, what's the word? Just like a, I don't know. Huge, we're gonna be. We're, we're, we're a fan, fangirl, fanboy. Yeah, yeah, we're fan. We've we're fangirls for him big time. Yep. But anyways, he kind of taught me all about the barbell hip thrust and how amazing it is to grow your glutes on top of just grow your strength and all your other lifts. So once I realized that I wasn't doing that, I started implementing hip thrusts into my program. And ever since then, I've been kind of, you know, healthily obsessed <laughs> with yeah. um, glute training and how just beneficial it is for you know, giving you the body that you want, the confidence that you want, the list goes on and on. (laughs) So, um, once I got back to the rec center again, started using barbells again, lifting heavy and just realizing that it's so much fun to gain strength versus just focus on how you want your body to look. So ever since then, I've just focused on getting stronger and educating myself, getting my personal training certification through, NSCA, the National Strength Conditioning Association. Um, yeah, kind of here we are today. <laughs> yeah. And that's, so. oh, I'm really glad you mentioned that. A, I guess I, I forgot. I, I am a um, ACSM, American College of Sports Medicine certified personal trainer. I suppose it's somewhat important to Very <laughs> mention. cool, yes. <laughs> um, but no, that's really cool. And I like I like how you said that, you know, the, the um, training or focusing on strength. And we actually have a whole podcast about this coming up yes. soon. Um, but yeah, Episode important two, stuff there. So stay tuned. Yep, exactly. Um, <laughs> do you, cool. do you want to, so next, yeah. do you want to kind of go into our, well, quote unquote sob stories, but <laughs> yeah, right. But Hey, yeah. I, lessons learned from, from Seth's story. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just dive right into it. Um, so, so Paige and I thought it'd be cool to be very transparent about ourselves and our past. Um, mm-hmm. cause we both have some, some interesting stories that perhaps others, maybe not have had, or maybe some have had that we can help kind of, um, maybe hear some of our, our experiences with it. So, um, I, in 2018, so two years ago, um, in October, I was diagnosed with hypogonadism, which is just means low testosterone. Um, I basically, long story short, my levels were that of a 75 year old man. And I definitely felt it too. Um, yeah. And, and you know, what caused it we're still not sure to this day we ran a lot of tests um blood tests and just a lot of different kind of stuff and i think it's just partially genetics or um kind of what i did to myself when i went keto for two years three years um probably played a role but whatever it was it was there and it was real um so i was in college at the time and it was it's all kind of a blur now but i spent three to four months um just having zero energy all day um you know, it, it, it was almost like I, I might as well have been hungover every day. Um, just like you're just you just feel like you just can't do anything productive. Um, and, and this just kind of branched out to class, to working out, um, you know, and at that time, I didn't really care about how I looked. I just wanted to get better. I just wanted to be healthy. Um, you know, I, I would remember just laying in bed like all day, any chance I get just basically moving from point A to point B, go to class, go back to go back to sleep for a little bit. Um, yeah, so I was a sloth. And um, so kind of going off of that, I really made it my priority to get better, whatever that meant. Um, and there's a lot of unknowns, and it was a big, big process. But um, I, 
in January, I got prescribed testosterone replacement therapy. Um, and this was a long journey because, you know, the matter of fact is what doctor, well, it doesn't sound good to prescribe a 21 year old testosterone. I mean, yeah, exactly. it just doesn't sound good. Um, you can kind of go down a rabbit hole with, with yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I actually went through seven doctors um, until I found one that was willing to hear my story, um, kind of take the physical tests as they were, um, which was nice and kind of work off my symptoms. Um, and so, so that was a, a kind of four month long process. Um, during that time, and we're gonna get into this too, but I still strength trained, even though I think I, I think I, I took a DEXCA stand and I think I lost like eight pounds of muscle and gained like four pounds of fat as I was strength training. I, wow. I think my pull went from like 14 pull-ups to four or two. Um, so yeah, things are going downhill very, very fast. It's um, like a slap in the face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The opposite of what you want when you're resistance training. Yeah. Um, so that was very mentally taxing. And on top of school, I remember taking tests and I remember, um, having the answer sheet and the testing sheet right next to each other. And the test, I only got to like halfway done in the time I had because by the time I would find the answer in my head on the question sheet and go bubble it in on the, on the answer sheet, I would like forget. So I'd have to like go back and like read it again and like forget. And I just, I, I think I just threw so in the towel at that point. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was absolutely awful. It was impacting my relationships. It was, and, and I'm not a depressed person. Like I'm, I'm not, you know, I, no, very I like, positive. you have depressed, <laughs> like, everybody gets depressed at some point, but just like overall, I'm not a depressed person, but this was no. making me very, very depressed. So um, that's the grand scheme of things. And to where I'm at now is after that testosterone, it was a big mental shift too, but that in itself was a 180 degree turn. It, it was, it's, you know, it's, it's a big reason why I'm able to do what I do today. Um, just and and just to be clear, like my levels are just as a normal male should be right now. Yeah, it's not um, like you know, you're yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, so really go to show how important hormones are for sure. Um. So that's where I'm at now, and now life is life is peachy. You know, life is great, all things considering. Um. That's awesome. And so yeah, we we came out of that one, um, on the positive end. So, but now I'm excited to hear everything, <laughs> your your past, and there's there's my quick version. But no, yeah, that's a. That's really a crazy story again, just to like touch on it. Like that's something yeah. I've never really heard of before. So, I mean, and that's too kind of like testosterone. I feel like for guys too, is such kind of a vulnerable thing to talk about. And like, it's it very like really ego is. driven. So it's really cool that you're sharing this because if there's any, I mean, who knows male listeners that someday do come across this, like it's, yeah, um, it's a sure. cool thing to open up about because you never know. Like I would have never guessed you would have, you know, gone through something like that because again, yeah. I didn't really know it existed. <laughs> well, for sure. And that, I remember that being a big struggle. I remember um, my fiance, I remember just talking to her and just being so conflicted. Like, you know, if I take this, does that make me like a cheater? Like, or, you know, and you got to consider all the negative impacts it can have, like on fertility and everything. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it was the best thing for me um, and just kind of, what, what had to happen but uh yeah no for you you're for sure right though it can be very much like testosterone oh my god you only care about building muscle like no i actually just want to be able to go through oh, a whole day without sleeping four times but quality of you know life. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh yeah so there's that but and so, it's good it's, it's hard to be open about it but it feels good sure. to get it out there so absolutely yeah um yeah on that note i guess so yeah, mine's more it. more recent but um the long and the short of it is in, I guess, so March, I was diagnosed with um, stage two Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is a blood cancer. Um, 
out of the blood cancers, it's definitely the most treatable. Um, and it has to, again, do with the lymphatic system. So like I had um, a, like a cancerous tumor up by my neck um, on the, I guess, my right side, because I knew about it because it kind of blew up like a golf ball. <laughs> um, was that like so your I, first kind of like sign that something was going down or... The, the first sign was, so there was a mass in my chest, which okay, again, sounds okay. kind of scary, and, and it is, but I mean, it, it was um, obstructing my airways, so I didn't even know it was causing me to wow. um, not be able to breathe as well as I should be able to, but I was also just dealing with um, an absolutely terrible cough um, for like five months that I uh, thought was flu-related, thought was virus-related, um, wasn't, so big, I guess, moral of the story at you know, if you take one thing away from what I'm telling you is that don't ignore signs that your body is giving you, oh, even absolutely. if it's just a cough, like go in, get it checked out and don't quit until you figure crazy. out what's going on. Because I would have never thought in a million years that this was cancer, but right. you know what I mean? But if I would have left it longer, you know, who knows where I'd be? <laughs> oh yeah, so for sure. It's just like, don't ignore the signs, even when you're young like me, because you're definitely not invincible. That's a big thing I learned. Like, you know, you're human and you, uh, you got to stay healthy and get things checked out no matter your age. <laughs> so Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so I guess my journey started once I got the biopsies, you know, got the diagnosis. My journey started in April. I had my first chemotherapy. Um, I went through, I guess it would be six cycles. So two treatments per cycle. I think that's right. So 12 total treatments. Um, okay. I, had, I had one every two weeks. Um, so that's basically been, you know, the big gist of my last six months in quarantine <laughs> was going through chemotherapy. Um, well, definitely, you know, I was very lucky and I feel very blessed to say that like, it didn't hit me as hard as I thought it would. Um, you know, obviously I started my own training business. I was still able to lift the whole time. Um, tying into, you know, lifting, that's a big, thing that got yeah, me through my treatments and like me made me feel like a human being was just being able to do what I love and um which is you know work out <laughs> so um yeah but yeah I kind of got through that I had my last treatment two weeks ago yesterday hey, so awesome. <laughs> yeah so that feels amazing and now again I'm just kind of in the waiting stages um before my final pet scan to get kind of the clean bill of health and to say that I'm cancer free so Stay tuned for that in about a month. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, keep us posted. <laughs> yeah, so I'm super excited about that. But I guess, um, I don't know if you want to go into it first, but um, kind of like we could talk about a little bit, just touch on the lessons that we learned from overcoming these obstacles or like how lifting yeah, how lifting part helps. of that. Well, I have, yeah. I have a question for you. How, like, if you think back to your kind of like lowest of low moments, either just like mentally or physically or whatever, yep. like, I, I want to say I know how that feels for me, but I just, I can't imagine. I mean, like what, just what like got you, like what got you out of the bed to the gym in that day? Or if you couldn't do it that day, just like around that time or just kind of what was your main, like, just like, it's so impressive. I mean, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, well, I guess it could come across as a little shallow, but again, I'll, I would take what I could get, you know, like during those yeah, times, sure. but like, I did not want to let myself go. That's what I told myself from the very beginning. Yeah, absolutely. I, I spent so much time working hard, you know, getting the results I, I got and getting the, not saying my body, you know, is 
it's never really where exactly you want it to be, but just getting the body that I kind of always wanted after working hard in the gym. Like I did not want to let all that hard work go and have to rebuild my strength up. And so I'm like, I am going to use all my free time to really just focus on my health, focus on becoming the strongest version of myself if I can. (laughs) So I just, you know, kind of made that you know, like unofficial mental decision to like, just go for it. And, you know, why not? (laughs) So well, no, exactly. (laughs) And I think that that speaks volumes, because, you know, and and without sugarcoating it, you know, there's a ton of excuses out there. Like, there really is, you know, it's, oh, I have work in two hours, I don't want to smell for work or whatever, you know, whatever it is, then like, and then you take something like that. And then it just, it just puts some perspective behind it, you know, it really yeah. does. And, and and I'm sure for you too, like from going forward, you know, like every excuse now in your head probably seems pretty, pretty small compared to what oh, it could have been back then. For sure. And honestly too, like it was kind of like me being able to work out and maintain or even build on my strength through these past six months was like proof, like physical proof to myself that I was getting better. So it's yeah, almost exactly. like a very, a comforting thing for me. Like, okay, if I can get stronger, I know I'm getting healthier. I know like I'm kicking cancer in the ass. Yes, like I exactly. Can... <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that's so, so awesome. Yeah. So now I guess, again, if I do feel, you know, low on the motivation scale when it comes to working out, I will definitely always think back to this because like, you're so grateful every day to just be able to move your body because not everybody has that opportunity, you know? So yeah. no, seriously, why not I mean, take advantage I, of it? <laughs> a very small amount of people have the ability to have a home gym in their house to a certain degree. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. So again, so what's kind of flipping that for you? Yeah. Yeah. What was my kind of, for sure. So I guess I remember my my proudest moment through all the hard times. And there's times, like I said, where I just would absolutely have no motivation to do anything. Not even motivation, just no like physical strength or whatever it took to get out of bed. But one thing I never did during that whole entire four month period was stop lifting. I always I kept to my schedule. I, I toned it down a little bit. I think it was only a four days a week, but I, I said, okay, if I, right now, it seems like I can't really control my horm- my hormones in my to to a big degree. But one thing I can do, no matter how low testosterone I have, is is go to the gym. Like I, I can do that. You know, control that's what I, you can control. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um. You know, genetics and everything else aside, like I can wake up and I can decide. Okay, I'm gonna go to the gym today. So that was just kind of a comforting feeling within itself. Um. But, and then there is, there is some to that too, where, like you said, like I, I resistance trained a good amount before this happened. And like, I don't want to just all let a four month period, let it all go to waste. Exactly. I mean, and, and not even like, and, and like looking back, whatever I lost during that time, well, I have gained it back. So you can, it wouldn't have been like the end of the world, but I think just for my like mental state, it was something that, you know, no matter how hard it is, I can go. And even if the weight is lighter and I can't, it'll get half the reps I normally could. I can still lift this barbell. Like that's just something that still really kind of something is better than nothing, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then it kind of got into, you know, at the time, I, I wasn't quite as serious about bodybuilding, but I knew that if I had like any chance, um, to to make it to where I want to be, I couldn't just give up. Like that's just not an option. You know, it like, oh, what was me? I don't feel very good to go to the gym today. Like, if I just had that mentality then I just wouldn't, I would never get anywhere. You know, it would just, mm-hmm. then I could just 
kind of snowball one excuse after another. And then next thing you know, I wouldn't even be going to class or wouldn't be eating or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I just kind of had to just kind of, I literally just remember looking at myself in the mirror. I mean, not I mean, necessarily literally, but just, you know, kinda, <laughs> and just being like, okay, we're going to control the things we can control. Whatever else happens, we're going to get it figured out. But if you can get up and you can go to the gym, that's at least one thing, one positive you can have in that day. Um, so that was kind of my big, just kind of day by day. Um, that and then it kind of got into the point also where that's when I started to think about starting my own training business um, and then just kind of realizing what helped me a lot and we kind of get into this our whys um, it's just not about me you know if I if if somehow me staying consistent with lifting throughout this hard time can help me be a better like coach in the future um, which would mean I could provide better for my family in the future so I was kind of thought about like things other than me, even if I kind of had to make them up, um, to focus on, which really helped, uh, for um, sure. you know, then, okay, James, if you're not going to lift today for, for you do it for your fiance and future kids down the road. Oh, exactly. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, so it helped a lot. I, I remember there was one time I was in the parking lot and that's not one time this happened quite often of the gym. And I just, I was on the phone with my fiance, Anna, a girlfriend at the time, but now fiance. And just like, I just don't want to do this. Like, I, I just can't, I literally can't even walk in there she just like, just, just go, like, just, just go and start. And every time never failed. It always got a little better when you started. So yeah, she, that's, yeah. Sometimes so that, that's kind you of, need yeah, like exactly. the pep talk and the yep. external push from the ones that you love. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to kind of tell you, just tell you what to do. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it was and, and it worked and now we're here. So For sure. um, I yeah. think getting into that though, this is kind of a good segue to, um, the lessons we learned slash our whys. Um, yes. So do you want to kind of go into just the, some of the biggest, and we touched on it already, but the, the lessons you learned through the difficult times with cancer and everything um, from lifting specifically or, or anything in general? Yeah. Um, I guess I kind of touched on a couple things, yeah. but yep. I'm just trying to think of what's coming to mind right now um, to, I guess, just to be patient with yourself when it comes yeah, to say, strength training. <laughs> and, you gotta like go back and tell yourself something six months ago. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, so I'm a very, you know, competitive person. I, I would say I'm pretty hard on myself sometimes to a fault when it comes to just like anything that I care about. Um, so, and lifting is definitely one of those things. Yeah. So I guess um, just learning that you know, you have your strength training is all about the process. You're not going to get hit PRs every single day, you know, every single week, you're not going to feel your best during every single lift. And that doesn't mean you lost strength or you lost muscle or you're going backwards. It just means that you're having kind of an off day and that's okay. It's part of the process. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Um, So definitely, yeah, just like learning to use the strength that you have that day and making the most of it. And then, you know, using um, your recovery and really optimizing it in your downtime so that you can come back even stronger, you know, the next time you work out. So um, I guess, yeah, that's been actually a big thing that I've been, um, that I've learned over even the past couple months. Um, And then I guess another big one is just like when it comes to overcoming cancer and lifting, I mean, you're always you're so much stronger and um, capable than you think. I mean, your mind can really play tricks on you, I think, and hold you back. And um, you have to kind of like have that positive mind-body connection where you're using 
you know, all your mind power, if that makes sense, um, no, to your no, advantage absolutely. in life, because it can definitely, and you know, I'm guilty of it. Like it's definitely held me back, um, with certain things in my life, looking back, like I, um, just because, you know, I didn't think I was capable or I just kind of like, um, wasn't confident enough in my abilities. And again, if you can get through cancer, for example, like now I feel like I can get through anything. Absolutely. And so, so, um, yeah, that was just kind of a big takeaway for me. So as you know, many more lessons, but those are, those are two big ones. So well, that just gotta yeah. be the, like in your mind, that just gotta be the kind of like a really cool thing. I mean, as weird as it sounds like, okay, I'm having a bad day, but I beat cancer. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like at <laughs> that point, that's just, it yeah. doesn't, that's one thing like I can use to my advantage. Like, again, I wouldn't wish, I wish, I wouldn't wish it on anyone, especially at such a young age, like 22, but I feel like I can use it to my advantage for the rest of my life. And that like, I have this whole new lease on life and perspective on things that I probably would never have gotten if I didn't go through something like this, you know, yeah, like, for sure. Um, yeah. So I, I, it's kind of, I, I see it as a blessing at the end of the day. <laughs> hey, and that's a really good attitude. Yeah. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of so many future podcasts we could have based on our conversation. So many. Yeah. Right. right? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah. So, I mean, I guess you could say that's kind of like, well, why, what keeps us training? Like you yeah, can no, tie you, all that yeah, into sure. like my why, just why. like, yeah. I want to like help people. I've learned how to become the strongest most confident version of myself and I'm working on it every single day, but I feel like I had kind of a breakthrough over the past six months. And I guess my why is that I want other people, I want to help other people be able to feel that way because it's such an amazing feeling and just like to feel like you can, you can do anything in life. Like it's, it's definitely liberating. And I think it'll yeah. open a lot of doors for you if you have that, you know, mindset. No, there you go. And that goes back to what I said about thinking of a, a bigger thing than just you so other people or, or something like that yeah. so that's really powerful i mean yeah <laughs> um awesome well i think yeah i kind of covered my whys as well but i guess one thing i kind of forgot to mention was so like for me a why is just like a, a deeper like deeper than a surface level motivation um so you know instead of like i just want to lose weight or i just want to look better but like like and then ask yourself why and then once you find that out ask yourself why and why and why mm -hmm. um yeah, for me, honestly, at this point, I just do it because personally, I just I just love it. Like I just I love lifting. I love everything about it. Um, I love the process of improving my myself um, in that way. Um, and, and we're going to talk about this soon in business. But from a business perspective, we'll just touch on it now because we're almost there. Sure. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's like my why for business is, oh, and it's also something that gets you through the hard times. And, and we already talked about that. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, I'm like, okay, I don't really want to spend 10 hours on a computer today, but I want to be a stay-at-home dad for my kids, and I want um, Anna, she's a teacher, to be at home for the summers, so to make enough money for she can afford to be home. So that's like, so that, that's just an example, something bigger than yourself that motivates you through the hard times. Um, yes. You know, for for me, for training, I want to be a competitive bodybuilder. So even if I don't want to go leg press for five sets for 15, 20 reps, like that's just the last thing on earth I want to do. That's just the necessary stepping stone to get to my why, which is I want to be a competitive bodybuilder. Um, so it's just something like that. And we yes. touched on that, but uh, yeah, so something to, good to consider because I think surface level motivation stuff is good to start, it doesn't, but it's, it's not going to stick. 
no motivation is weaning and like the why will always win like your passion always overrides motivation passion. absolutely that's you what have if you, yeah, if you have passion then you're golden i think yeah <laughs> perfect so, well yeah. I, I know we're kind of going longer than we thought, but I... I know. I feel like, well, we should at least touch on kind of our businesses quickly. We kind of already yes. did. Uh, maybe yeah, touch yeah, on that can... briefly and then go into kind of, you know, our goals of this podcast and kind yeah, of... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I think uh, really quick, um, just so, so the audience can get to know us better, what are some of your, like, training-wise, um, short-term, long-term? I know before you mentioned health is a priority. So just touch on that really quick. And I guess that's very valuable. Yes. Yeah. I would say short term again, just like getting back to my full, my full clean state of health. So getting my immune system back because it was definitely knocked down a couple times um, with all my chemotherapy treatments. Um, so again, just being on that level playing field again is my short term goal. Um, and then long-term goal with fitness goal kind of ties again into my short-term goal, but just getting stronger, um, getting, you know, accomplishing new PRs in the gym, getting stronger. I think if you set solid performance goals and work to achieve them, which you will over time, um, the aesthetic goals and the body that you want will follow. So again, I try to not really, I don't even really worry about how I want to look in the future now, because I know that if I just keep going after my strength goals and hitting them, like I'm going to have a body that matches that, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> well, and it's kind of funny because I, I heard this before. They, they call it um bodybuilding, not body finishing. So, <laughs> but, you know, you're always working towards something. There's not like a, like an end point, but you can only just to get closer and the way we do it is how you do it so I, a big yeah big phrase that I like to think about is like fall in love with the process yeah. because there's you know once you hit an end goal it's like okay now what you know like you have to enjoy and love the process in order for any of this to be worth it so yeah absolutely and that kind of ties into why too like if you don't love what you're doing you know if you don't truly love lifting I'm sure there's something that you can still do to maintain your health but but still like have passion for something too exactly um, yeah i just love how you i love how like health focused you are which is a huge you know i think people people think that is some huge separate thing to okay if you want to get stronger look better you got to forget about health or vice versa and like if you don't have your health you're nothing i mean totally you know no, I mean? like that's, so that, that's actually another big a big lesson i learned like or just like one more quick thing just like i always thought that if you go to the gym and you eat healthy okay that's like all you need in order to be a healthy person but i realized after going through cancer is that like it's so much more than that like holistically like you have to have good mental emotional spiritual health in order to actually be a well-rounded, healthy person <laughs> that's yeah, fulfilled sure. in life. <laughs> literally another podcast episode we got to <laughs> Yeah, I'm taking notes. <laughs> um, perfect. Your turn, though. Yeah, what's your oh, yeah. short and long-term? Yeah, just goals? a super quick version. So um, very, very short-term. I just came off of a 14-week diet. Tomorrow is actually the last day. Um, in 14 weeks, I lost 15 pounds, so super slow diet. Um, and then the only reason why I'm doing this diet is to set myself up for a productive massing or kind of muscle gaining phase. So over the next seven months, I'll be in a calorie surplus. I'll be intentionally gaining weight. Um, only two then set myself up for a good contest prep um, diet, which will probably be around 20 weeks, something like that. And then do my first bodybuilding competition somewhere in 2022, 2023, somewhere around there. And we'll, we'll see where the stars align. Um, so that's my 
short-term goals and then long-term goals with fitness. Um, bodybuilding is, is where it's my, is my first love. It's, it's kind of really what it all boils down to. Um, so I hope to be just a, a successful competitive bodybuilder. I don't want to say anything like IFBB pro or, um, who knows what that'll look like. <laughs> so I don't, and especially after my first competition, but that's, that's where I want to go, um, with fitness specifically. So that's yeah. awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Sky's the limit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know what? For sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so with that, we already kind of introduced our, our business, but do you want to, anything else you want to touch on there? And yeah, I'll just kind of like go, go over a couple of things I wanted to hit, um, with mine and then you can kind of yeah, follow yeah, suit. Finish some stuff up. So yeah, for me, like full body fit by page, um, I provide one-on-one -on -one personal training as well as small group training. And then this summer I started doing an outdoor fitness class. That's kind of like a COVID, you know, not, I want, I don't want to say COVID friendly, but I just want to say like a social distance workout class. Right. Um, that was um, a huge thing just to help, you know, I don't know, get people moving during like trying times when gyms aren't really available and, um, give people kind of social interaction, but in a safe, healthy way. So, um, yeah, I started doing that and I keep continue or I plan on continuing to provide, you know, all three of those services. And once again, my immune system comes back, I'm going to be training indoors, um, not just outdoors. Again, winter too is another factor. I have to yep. move into a gym. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm going to continue to provide those things. I'm always looking for, you know, new clients. So, um, again, cause I'm, new to this whole starting your own business thing. So finding clients is challenging. Um, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure James can relate. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, and I kind of already touched on, you know, why I'm doing what I'm doing, but basically yep. my mission is just like, I want to help people build full body strength and confidence through resistance training, like done. <laughs> yeah, so if that's cool. something that you're interested in doing and you just feel like you need someone to kind of help guide you or you don't really know how to begin um i'm your girl <laughs> there you go so yeah um and then two with mine um you can find me i guess my website um fullbodyfitbp.com um my social media so instagram is at fullbodyfitbypage and um i am based in like minneapolis um kind of like the twin cities area but you know i'm very flexible so i can come to you i guess to uh train you wherever is convenient for you so yeah awesome well yeah i mean just you know, and me and me and Paige have been we know each other for a while. We work together, and I can tell you, if you pick Paige to help you out, you're in good hands. So I mean, <laughs> just, just the, the good. I I just love your all around holistic approach. Like that's just that's so valuable. You know, it's a very let's make you stronger. Let's focus on your aesthetics. Let's get you just healthier in a lot of different ways. Yeah, that's yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. Yeah. So I guess for me, like I said. Rabbin Training Systems is is my business. Um, right now, I am exclusively online, although I do have a pretty gnarly home gym, I got to say. Um, you do. <laughs> so, so hopefully, I, it's still, this still in the works. I might do some in person here during the winter. Um, there's a lot of new hoops I got to jump through with COVID especially. Um, but, but we'll see on that. Right now, it's exclusively online, and I offer either training services, nutrition services, or a combination. So you can kind of pick which best fits you. And um, through that, you'll fill out a questionnaire. We'll have a consultation. And then I'm just going to um, program for you either training or nutrition, just whatever is according to your goals at the time. And I'll just kind of, I'll, I'll really take care of everything for you and educate you along the way. Um, 
with both of those. So that's kind of the, the general lowdown. And again, this is mainly for anybody who is willing to A, work hard, um, follow a plan, and with the goals of getting a better body um, composition in mind. However, this also branches out to things like wanting to improve their health. You know, say you're say you're a dad who has high cholesterol and you need to lose weight. That's just that's the end of the day. That's what you got to do, but you don't really know how to do that. Um, I'm here to help. You know, or somebody that wants to, you know, is 140 pounds. They want to get 180 pounds. A couple of years. I'm also here to help them as well. So wherever you're at, I'm willing to meet you there. And um, yeah, that's all online at RyvernTrainingSystems.com. Um, so you can head there to find out more about that. So, um, and where to find me is the website. Um, Paige and I are both on YouTube, I, I think. Is that? Oh, yes. Is that a, yeah, that is okay. something I forgot to mention. Um, yeah, yeah, I got you. And then um, I'm also on Instagram um, at Ryburn Training Systems and Facebook, just at James Ryburn. I, that's more of my personal account. I, I post some fitness stuff there, but if you want to see more pictures of Anna and I or me and my family, <laughs> then, then there's, there's a good one for that. Um, cool. Well, there's my gist. Of, of everything I want to talk about business-wise. Yeah, um, and also just to say, like, um, I think that, or I am, like, very impressed by kind of your um, nutrition and bodybuilding background. And, again, that's another episode, like, I'd love to devote to just talking to you about how to get the most out of your strength training and, like, results with your nutrition. So I think that's just really cool that your business provides kind of both aspects of that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and yeah. Th and that's important because I know uh, when people hear bodybuilding, they think, like, oh, only, you know, this guy just wants to go build muscle. That's it. Like, well, that's, that's like, 5% of it. I mean, that's that's, yeah. a, that's a decent part. But, yeah, so everything there um, is what I'm about. So Should cool. we kind well, of just kind of wrap it up and the goal of this podcast and, and – teaser yes. for next episode <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> um yeah so i mean goals could be pretty pretty obvious but like first one first and foremost we just want to have fun i mean i'm just learning just from recording this first one like it's just so fun to just talk out loud <laughs> well and it's so fun to have a conversation with a different human than other people in your house i mean right? with, <laughs> I mean, with covid and everything that, yeah but, right you know. exactly yeah, so this has been really fun. Um, it helps us learn a lot, and hopefully, you know, you guys get a lot out of this too. Um, also, just like to help promote each other because we are, you know, baby businesses that, um, you know, could need, you know, need all the help we can get. I guess yeah, and just kind absolutely. of to help each other succeed 100%. and be each other's kind of, you know, business partners in a way, and not, you know, competitors. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I think of it more as we're, we're coworkers at this point versus competitors. Yeah. yeah. You know? Exactly. I can help you. you can help me and it's a great great relationship exactly yeah um and then we well i kind of already said this but just you know learning growing learning from a different perspective i think you should always be learning and growing in life and i love you know hearing different people's points of view so yeah yeah no you nailed it i can't say <laughs> better myself i mean that's 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 it and yeah. uh and and you know and we're gonna kind of develop as we go along this is our first ever episode so Yes. Um, bear with us here, and and I think we have some good perspectives offered too, and who knows what what this will bring down the road. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Um, cool. Oh, where to? Yeah, where to find like this episode, and or like where to find this podcast specifically, True. and then next episode too. Good point. <laughs> um, um, you can kind of yeah, yeah, you go. Yeah, into for that. sure. So right now, um, we're just going to put it on YouTube and our websites. And yes. we're hopefully it's going to be on YouTube by Monday. Every every Monday, we're going to try to have an episode up. 
um, that that could be tentative. Honestly, um, like if you become a fan, keep us accountable. Yeah, that... yeah, please do. I mean, your feedback is is so important. <laughs> you know, if you like this, if you said James talks too much, like whatever, let us know <laughs> because that's really important. Um, in the comments through our through our social media. So we're gonna put it on YouTube. Um, you can find it on each of our YouTube accounts, and um, I think eventually there's Spotify can work in a certain way with podcasts. I gotta look into that. Um, but that'd be really cool to get get on there eventually and SoundCloud and all the cool platforms. But so right now, cool. yep, yes. it'll be on YouTube <laughs> and our websites. Um, and yep. again, my website is rivertrainsystems.com. Pages is fullbodyfitbp.com. Perfect. <laughs> um, and so next episode, do you want to tell them just the yeah. title of that and leave um, it there? So episode two is called Overcoming the Fear of the Barbell. Um, it's something that James and I talked about Um. The first time, actually, we actually talked about collaborating. Um, but basically, there's just a lot of, I think, you can touch on this too, but there's a lot of, like, intimidation when it comes to people who have never really lifted before and, like, lifting an actual 45-pound barbell and loading it and yep. using it for a bunch of compound movements. So, like, we're just here. You know, I've been there. I'm sure James has been there. Oh, yeah. We're just here to kind of, like, debunk that myth that it's something that you should be afraid of and um, really allow you to, like get in the mindset of like, kind of like make it your bitch for lack of a better word. No, honestly, for sure. And, and I like how you said that because it's, and, and then everything that, all, all the myths of it and then everything that entails. So like, what if I start lifting? What if I start adding pounds? Am I going to get bulky? Well, no, no, you will not. I promise. Um, unless you yeah. want to, but so all that kind of stuff we are here to touch on and we're going to have a really, really good episode on that and future episodes as well. So yeah, um, a couple, just two specific things. We're going to dive into like the male-female perspective on lifting. Yes, uh, yep, absolutely. Um, and that's great because I'm a female, James is a male, you know, perfect. We're both lifters, so. Duo, like yes. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about aesthetic and performance-based goals, the difference and like how you can have both and how they kind of work together and, um, you know, can help each other out. Um, we're also going to talk about our training role models and what makes a good coach, not just based on how they personally look. <laughs> yes. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and then expect again, every episode to air on Monday, we will hold ourselves to that. <laughs> yep, we can do it. So well, this is this is a super fun page. Thank you so much. And yeah, thank you. This has been awesome. So we will see everybody uh, next next Monday.